0: You know, in the last podcast episode, I was like, so excited. I was watching a podcast or a stream talk about this chicken place called Dave's Hot Chicken or something like that. Or David's Hot Chicken or something like that. And I was so excited to eat some chicken tenders because chicken tenders are my favorite. One of my favorite foods. And so I went to this fucking place called Kanes, which Kanes, like uh, I'm from a small town and I live in a small town in Florida. Right. So Kanes is like Kanes is like one of the only like unique, good, maybe not good, but like unique fast food places. So there's like this long line all the time. I drive right past it. Long ass line. And I'm like, it must be good if so many people fucking ate it. Or not even ate it. But fucking pulled into that spot. I pulled into it. I was so excited. And it's average. How is that average? The fries weren't crinkly. They weren't salted. The freaking chicken had no taste to it. It was average i ate it because i you know what am i gonna do not eat it i'm hungry now i have a stomachache because i ate it i hate foods that give me stomach aches why is eating fried chicken giving me a stomachache it's ridiculous it's like i had six chicken tacos Yesterday, while I was watching Notre Dame versus USC. No stomach aches, no problems. I go to Cane's. My stomach is on freaking... I had to take a thumb for my tummy. Oh, God. I'm 24. This is my podcast. 24's podcast. The best video gaming and sports podcast. Don't eat Cane's. It's fucking average. Excuse me. Pause my music. It's not average. It is below average. It is, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feed this to my dog if I had a dog. I, w- I dislike canes, And I remember saying before I got off the podcast, I was like, you know what? I haven't eaten here in like six years. Used to have it in my hometown of Georgetown, Texas. And then I just, you know, I stopped eating it because I moved away. Saw one, have seen one all the time, over and over and over again. I'm like, let me try it out. It's terrible. It's garbage. It's deplorable. Unpause my music. Never going back again. Never going back again. We got Bucks versus Bears. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady trying to redeem himself after having that absolutely disastrous game against the Bears about a year ago when he goes into Chicago and he didn't know what down it was. I don't want to talk about it. Justin Fields looking to, I believe, I got a burp pause it. Excuse me. Justin Hurts. Nope, not Hurts. Justin Fields on my Music. Justin Fields looking for his first win, I believe, of the season. The Bears, I believe, second or third one. I don't know. The Bears are a very terrible football team. Ladies and gentlemen. Good podcast coming up. Hopefully a quick one because I want to lay down or take a shower. I don't know. Either one would do great. Ladies and gentlemen. Bears, Bucks right here. Twenty-four box. buzzing the out the I just hit a link with the I don't it, so oh, a no. all right i'm done i've had enough okay god dude i'm not kidding that my stomach hurts it's like i never have to take a tom but i had to take a tom ridiculous um anyways justin fields rookie out of ohio state uh he's He's played better than I actually thought he was. He's started in the last couple of, uh, in the last couple of weeks because Andy Dalton got hurt. Then they kind of were like, you know what? We're probably not really gonna get a whole lot from this whole situation with Andy Dalton. And the situation essentially is is that they wouldn't play Andy Dalton, um, or excuse me, Justin Fields over Andy Dalton because Matt Nagy said it, and this was the whole reason why I was like, the reason why. They aren't going to play Justin Fields over Andy Dalton is because they want to give Justin Fields a year on the bench, right? And I was like, I'm all for that. Boom, bam, all for that. Think people should do that a lot more, or at the very least, shouldn't freaking start their guy before <clears throat> before they're ready. And a lot of people are idiots. And a lot of people are like, why? Why is it Justin Fields starting? Why? Well, I mean, first of all, God, this is a disaster. Oh my. God, this is an absolute disaster. Why isn't Justin Bieber 30? Why isn't he starting 24? I got to pause. You know what? Usually, 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 I freaking talk over the first couple of series. Maybe not the first couple of series, but for the first series, I usually just talk over it. And I kind of just, you know... Let the game run. But I want to cast these first two plays to kind of exemplify, not exemplify, excuse me, um, to to just give you a just nice little example of why you shouldn't play a rookie quarterback in his, in his first year. But Matt Nagy didn't give the job to Justin Fields, going back to that point earlier. Matt Nagy didn't give the, the job to Justin Fields because he understood, just like with Patrick Mahomes, Patrick had a year off. He essentially sat behind Alex Smith, and essentially he was like, you know, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to learn the position. And the next year he won the MVP. Lamar Jackson did something similar where he sat for a good eight to nine games, and then he came in, and then he was awesome, right? But he didn't play the full season, so the pressure wasn't necessarily on to him. Way too many people wanted to see all of these young quarterbacks, and it's like, Jets fans, are you surprised that Zach Wilson sucks? Because I'm not. Hey, um, Patriots fans, I know that you guys blew out the Jets today. It's like, are you surprised that Mac Jones can't do some of the things that, you know, other quarterbacks can do in the league? I'm not, because he's a rookie. And uh, who else got drafted? Trevor Lawrence, Jags fans. Are you surprised about how bad you guys have been? I'm not, because he's a rookie and you're a bad football team. There's really only a couple of... Joe Burrow's, Justin Herbert's, Dak Prescott's, guys that come in their first year and play fantastically. And even then, you kind of see, for example, with Justin Herbert this last week against the Ravens, what happened? You know what time it was. It was like 6 to 30-something. It wasn't even close. Joe Burrow freaking absolute I mean, Joe Burrow is on a bad team, so it's not really his fault that his team is losing. But you know what I mean. Like, shout-out to Joe Burrow today. He, he beat the crap out of the Ravens. I was I was very... I I, I was... You know, I was I was... He's one of my guys. I didn't like how he beat one of my guys, but he's one of my guys. Joe Burrow is one of my guys. Okay, but I'm not like there's very, very few quarterbacks that come in the league and win football games very early on. Okay, so whenever people are like, "Let's get him in," let's get him in. Well, most guys need about a year off. They do. You switch from college to professionals, the game's quicker, the game's faster. You have every single team essentially has some type of an all-American, you know, high school athlete that won the state championship and or was nationally recognized for being a very, very awesome football player in high school. And then that may or may not have transitioned um, consistently to college. But there's guys that were great in high school, great in uh, college, and then they transfer to the NFL and maybe they aren't as great. Maybe they, you know, you know, kind of have the rubber meets the road and it's like, they can't necessarily get, uh, get along with their talents or whatever, but the talent in the NFL, it's, it's not even playing the exact same sport relative to college and high school, which is why whenever people try to compare college and high school football to the NFL, I'm like, no, no. And I even laugh further when people are like oh we do this on pop Warner and this and I'm like like you're you're literally talking about the um the freaking you know you're trying to like make a make make it sound like Saturn is the same thing the planet Saturn is similar to earth it's like no that doesn't no I'm like there's obvious differences there's obvious differences it's like for one um, one is more inhabitable than the other. Or not even more inhabitable is the best way to describe it. One is habitable, and the other one is extremely uninhabitable. Let's just keep that one a buck. So, you may ask me, well, 24, Um, why, like, what? what's the point? What's the point of this rant? Why aren't we watching or casting the game. Like, I'm getting that! Okay. So, again, I never pause. Never pause the game. But I, you know, I saw the first, I saw the first, like, couple of plays, and I was just like, hmm, I think I need to talk about that instead of going on a monologue. So, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Fields, and the Bears, they get the ball on their own 25, touchback, of course. Justin Fields, you know, quick little handoff to 24, ironically enough. It's completely and utterly red. Bye the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, which by the way, hey, shout out to every single Philadelphia Eagles beat writer, reporter, radio talk show host that's like, well, the Philadelphia Eagles needed to run the football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Philadelphia Eagles need to run the football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Philadelphia Eagles need to run the football against the Tampa, well, um, loss of yardage on the first play. Let's see what happens. Khalil Herbert, that's what his name is, 24. Khalil Herbert in the backfield, Shaq Barrett, Coming off the edge. Here we go. Second and 10, 25 yard line, ladies and gentlemen. Play action. Blitz! Sack fumble against Justin Fields. It's recovered by the offense, though, thank God. But you can kind of see the problem, right? We're like, huh, like, didn't see the blitz, stack formation, that's telling. Didn't see it. Antoine Winfield comes down and he freaking. Destroys Justin Fields. Third and 16 now. Justin, deep drop back. Tampa wants to rush only two. Justin, a lot of time to throw, and he does complete a pass. The number 18. I don't know who that guy is. Or 81. I don't know. Three and out. Hmm. It's almost as if Tampa Bay knows exactly what type of defense they're, or excuse me, offense that they're running and all of the counters to it, not just because freaking. Not just because their offense is extremely predictable, but because they are a significantly uh, better football team. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Tom Brady, because of Jalen Darden. Jalen Darden just had a really, really awesome punt return, and now Tom Brady's about to start his next drive inside his own, in, inside, excuse me, the, Bra- the Bears, like, 20 or 30-yard line. Oh, God. What a disaster for the Bears. But Matt Nagy should be hired, 24. He should remain hired under the Chicago Bears, 24, because Matt Nagy is going to be the offensive coordinator for Justin Fields, and you don't want to switch out the offensive coordinator. Let me tell you something right now. They should have fired his ass freaking this offseason. Should have fired him. It's not my fault that he sucks. Should have fired him. You didn't, and now you're stuck with him for another year, or until your owner gets the brass tacks in his jockstrap, to fire him. It's not my responsibility. It is your owner's. Sick of seeing people trying to defend Matt Nagy. Why would you defend one of the worst coordinators, one of the worst head coaches in the NFL? Why would you do that to yourself? I don't get it. People want to talk about guys that don't, Deserve jobs? I'm like he's he's up there. He's up there. Jesus Christ, dude! Somebody's got to explain that one to me. Yeah, it's like you know he can he can remain on as as the freaking head coach, but you know we'll we'll fire we'll, we'll not even fire, but we won't even fr- I don't I don't know. God, the Bears they suck so much. God, they suck. The Bears are, I mean, what? how do I even cast this? I, I mean, I've been complaining for like the last couple of minutes about everything. How do I even describe this absolute ass whooping that the Bears are just getting by Tampa Bay? I'll just, I'll try. It's an ass whooping. The Bears are just getting, I mean, they're getting, they had a PI on the first play from scrimmage against Chris Godwin. Then they just let Leonard Fournette run through their entire defense for 15 yards. It's first and go at the two. Brady on her center. Hand off Fournette. And then he just trucks whoever the hell is in his way. And Ryan Jackson gets pushed by one of the fifth tackles. After the freaking um, play was over. And then everybody's ja- dapping up Jalen Darden because he was the key figure. He had the big return on that freaking first series. By the way, shout out to everybody that was like, you know what? You know what? Um, Bears are, Bears, you know, they're going to have a shot at winning this game if they do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like, okay. Okay, alright. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. For some strange reason, my stomach does not hurt as much. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's weird. It's like, you know, doing all that yelling sure did... Sure did kind of help loosen up the gut. It's weird how that works. Pulling out the coop with the light. Don't fuck, fuck, talk. But my fans with the light. I just hit the link with the light. Had to, had to put the stick in her box, right? I'm not going to lie to you. Love that song. <laughs> I have heard that song. And, um... I mean, I've heard that song like a lot of times. I I know what a box stands for. But he just uses the phrase box or the word box so many different times. I'm like, what does it mean? Pulling out the coop with the lot. Told- oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I thought he said pulling out the coop. I've, I thought he said cu- pulling out the coop in the box or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm not. I have very, very, like, fine moments of unintelligence or lack of intelligence. God. Bears will get the ball back. God, I do I did all that yelling about why you shouldn't run the football into Tampa Bay's defense, and then it's like they freaking just ran it. <laughs> First play from scrimmage on their second drive. They were like, We don't care. We'll run it again. We'll run it on Tampa Bay. We don't care. We'll run it on Tampa Bay. We we don't care. You think we you think we care? No, we don't. Oh my god. Justin Herbert or Justin Fields. Oh god, being pursued again, I was like, this isn't this isn't good at all. like a play action pass, they're using 5-1 to blitz. And I'm like, I don't know why Todd Bowles doesn't do this more. That's the weird thing to me about Todd Bowles this year is that he's backed off the blitz, right? As I'm watching Tampa Bay's defense, I know I've been all over the place, but it's been weird to see Tampa Bay's defense not utilize the blitz as much when I thought that that was their best their best, like, one, maybe not their best, but one of their best aspects of their defense is that they used to blitz a lot. And I'm like, hey, guys, uh, like, I mean, they played up against Dak Prescott. And they were like, crap, this isn't working at all. Dak Prescott is checking out of our blitz pack packages. He's freaking, you know, he's killing plays. He's doing everything he needs to do to avoid getting blitzed and maybe not avoid getting blitzed, but sacked. And I'm like, yeah, but that's Dak Prescott. He's like one of the top five, top three best quarterbacks in, in the NFL. <clears throat> So it's like, you know, like like it seems like they, they changed. Oh, God. I was about to say Shaq Barrett literally almost destroyed Justin Fields again. But it's like Tampa Bay's defense a scheme changed from, okay, we, we'll blitz all the time to we'll blitz occasionally. And I'm just like, I didn't like that. I didn't like it at all. I was like, you have good football players that can blitz and... <laughs> You know, your team is really, really bad in coverage. So, it makes a lot of sense to blitz. I'm just, I'm just saying. But, you know, if you don't want to, then, yeah, sure, don't blitz. But if you want to win, you know, the option is, uh, is there. If you want to lose, The option's there as well. So, Bears really pick up a really, really awesome first down run. And then they essentially don't do anything else. And uh, Tom Brady, after that absolute evisceration, evisceration, excuse me, is about to come out and step out onto the football field again. And he's about to destroy the Bears again. Let me stand up for this. So, yeah, those are like all of the weird headlines, storylines, I don't know what they're called, of the last couple of hours, or not even of the last couple of hours, but of the last, not even of the last whatever, but like, sorry, but like, these are the storylines for this football game. It's like Justin Fields, can he not play like a, a rookie, and that's pretty much it, because Tom Brady's gonna ball out. He knows this game was embarrassing. He doesn't, he doesn't want, like as much as Tom Brady Definitely doesn't watch like sports media and sports coverage. He definitely hears about it. And he's just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to freaking go out there and freaking just rub it in everybody's face. I'm going to beat the shit out of the bears. And once I'm done beating the shit out of the bears, I'm, uh, I'm going to essentially play it off. Like, you know, this game didn't mean anything to me, even though he probably, I don't know if he spends extra time on games like this, but he probably is like, you know what? I want to be able to, con- to correct some of these things. I want to not look ridiculous. Whoa! Ryan Jensen and one of the defensive linemen that pushed him. It was, yep, Is when they scored a touchdown, one of the defensive linemen for the Bears. I mean, the refs have got to blow They They've got to call a foul, blow a flag. That doesn't make any sense. Blow a flag? What? Blow their whistle. You know, throw a flag, something, because Ryan Jensen just, he does not care. He will bully 9-1. He will talk shit to 9-1. Leonard Fournette is coming off the field because his jersey is literally in tatters right now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Something's got to give when it comes to Ryan Jensen and this defensive lineman. As Brady was trying to find on second and six. Brady was just trying to find a nice little quick slant in the slot to Mike Evans and he just doesn't get his head up in time. Third and six for Nets getting his jersey worked on right now is Again, like, aren't those jerseys supposed to be like anti tear? Like strings of it were just coming off, and I was like, isn't isn't the whole point of those jerseys is that they can't be torn? God. Third and six, Brady Deep drop back. Quick little check down screenplay to Giovanni Bernard and Nomas. Three and out. Bears are like, yeah. Yeah, we got him. We got him. We got him. And it's just like, oh, so, I mean, like, get ready for your quarterback to get murdered. I'm just, just saying. Man, those first two series were not very good at all for Justin Fields. Yikes, they were not good at all. Jesus Christ. Anyways. Justin Fields back out onto the football field. In pretty favorable field position as well. At his own 35-yard line. Big boy formation. 12 personnel. Justin Fields. Quick little throw. It's caught. Cole Komet for like three, four yards. Remember how the Bears, they drafted Cole Komet in either like the first or the second round. And they were like, cool, we're going to use this guy. And he's going to be awesome for us. And they have not figured him out as well. Shout out to Kyle Pitts. He actually like... Did the Dolphins win that game? Hopefully they did. Hopefully they did because I picked them. Like, please, some of you beat the uh, the Falcons. No, they did not. So, I'm probably not going to get seventy percent. But also, there's not as many games, so we'll see what happens. It was thirty to twenty-eight. Wow. Dolphins go from like a pretty great football team overall last year. Like they won ten games to, I believe they're one in six now. Yep, one in six. Uh. I would bet my life savings that – oh, my God. Tua had four touchdowns, two interceptions. 32 of 40. Good job. Uh, also, didn't really have that that many yards as well. You want to have like 300 yards. He had 291. But Justin – not Justin. Um, But don't be surprised, excuse me, if you see Deshaun Watson um, next week in Miami. Don't be surprised at all. It'll probably be – that was probably to his last game, unfortunately. But, <clears throat> you know – it is what it is. By the way, um, just got to ask all the Bears fans that wanted Justin Fields to be, uh, you know, <laughs> to play. You know, I, I, I just saw one of these plays. I, I just had to re- rewind it. So, it's third and five. At his own 40, Justin Fields miraculously escapes this beautiful rush. A lot of, play- by the way, shout out to David Carr. What does he know about escaping pressure? Like, I saw Dak Prescott slip underneath a defensive lineman against, uh, I saw him slip Matt Judon the other week, like last week. I just saw Aaron Rodgers slip a defensive lineman as well this week. Who was it? I forgot who, I, I forgot who they played, Washington? It may have been Sweat, who he slipped under, or Allen, slipped underneath him. Now I just saw Josh Allen slip underneath JPP. So shout out to David Carr for criticizing Jameis Winston a couple of years ago, saying that Jameis Winston's uh, exercise or training um, teaching him t- to essentially slip underneath a defensive lineman is useless. Shout out to that moron. That was an absolute bust of a football player. Shout out to him. Justin Fields, by the way, compounds a really, really chaotic and bad situation by trying to take a shot downfield. Um, for, well, not even taking a shot downfield. He takes like a chaotic situation of him getting pressured in the pocket He compounds that situation and that issue with a pick going Tampa Bay's way. Yeah. He really needed to learn how to not throw that type of an interception while being flushed from the pocket. Had space and room to run. He's just in fields. I'm just saying, maybe you shouldn't play a rookie. I mean, like, it's funny. Like, I don't even have to look far and wide. I don't even have to try, really, for my points... To be proven It's just like Oh we're just watching football Just like oh yeah Like Threw an interception Strip sack on the second play of the game It's like yeah Is this this what we wanted to see? Is this what we wanted to see? Is there any holding? No there's no holding There's no I I don't know I mean he just didn't see the safety He should have just ran This is what we wanted Right? We wanted to see a guy Play very very terribly in his first season, right? This is what we wanted. Brady, quick throw, Chris Godwin, six yards. I'm just asking, does not look good for the rookie, especially when you gotta go up against that goat on his own field. Tampa Bay has grass, not one of those Astro turf, one of those fake fields with plastic on it. They have real green grass. So you'll see Brady on this field, especially in the Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl here. See Brady eating some grass down there in Tampa Tampa Bay. Excuse me, second and four. Quick little throw out to number 881. I was about to say Antonio Brown. It's Johnson, Van Johnson or something like that. I I don't know his first name. Anthony Brown is, he's not hurt. I think, think, no, I think he is hurt. I was about to say he's on COVID. But no, that's a lot of bears. A lot of bears are on COVID. Because COVID literally ran amok in their locker room. We'll see what happens. Tampa Bay at the Bears 30 yard line. Where's Khalil Mack? Is he on the field? He's five two, right? Yeah, there he is. It's against Tristan Wurst. That's not good. Absolutely brutalized Tristan Wurst a couple of times last year and Tristan Wurst on that play had manhandled one of the best pass rushers in the NFL and and, uh in Khalil Mack. Speaking of manhandling, shout out to Tom Brady throwing this nice little seam route. Chris Godwin over the linebacker into his hands. Chris Godwin really showing why they franchise tagged him and brought him back. Really, really fantastic wideout. I don't know how he would be on as a number one. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know, but I mean, he's an awesome number two. He sometimes drops the football, but I mean, runs crisp routes, tough as nails. Sometimes he'll make, like, stupidly miraculous throws, but other times won't. It's a very weird player, at least in my opinion, where it's just like he'll do a whole lot of great, and then it's just like he'll drop a pass. Like, he'll, he'll make a – he's like Michael Gallup. He'll make these miraculous f- plays, and then there's other times where he'll just drop routine passes where no defender is around him. I'm like, how does that happen? I don't know. Let me take this swig. Mm. Brady, second and goal At the nine, handoff to Fournette Fournette, ooh It's like five yards on the play, alright Alright I have a three-score rule And I have a feeling I will enforce it here Where essentially, if the game gets to about three scores or more I'm gonna start fast-forwarding through it Cause It's like, you know it's really not a lot much else to gain unless a team just pulls a rabbit out of their ass and they freaking just start playing like, you know, like they're a top 10, top 5 team in the, in the NFL. But usually that, like, never happens. Third and goal now. Brady in the gun. Motions. Chris Godwin into a bunch formation. Brady, quick little throw. Back to the end zone. It's for a touchdown. Chris Godwin, the pre-step motion, got the Bears... Call G tripping as he just gets in the back of the end zone, runs in for a touchdown once again, Tampa Bay. On top, 13-0. This reminds me a lot of the Kansas City game. A lot of it. I couldn't even watch the end of it because CBS was like, we can't show this game anymore. Like, we we know what's going to happen. Kansas City's going to lose. I don't even know the final score. I was gone. I was out the door, excited to get Canes very disappointed. Let I me mean, look it up. I don't even remember. It was like I don't even think they scored a touchdown. That's how bad they were before I left. It was like or not even before I left, but literally like um but it was literally like before what was it? It wasn't before I'd left. It was while I was still podcasting. What was the score? Yeah, they didn't score a touchdown. It was 3 to 27. I was like, did I misremember that right? I'm like, surely they got something in garbage time. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. They did not. Speaking of getting something in garbage time, let's see if Justin Fields and the Bears can do anything. And you know what? I have... I have some respect. I have some respect for the Fords because they fired... Matt Patricia and Dan Quinn, or Bob Quinn, whatever his name is, not Bo- Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Bob Quinn. They fired both of them after the Thanksgiving game in Houston against Houston, because I was because there was just nothing else there. Like mathematically speaking, their playoff, um, their playoff, what was it? Their playoff chances were mathematically eliminated, even though essentially, like you could tell that they were going to suck as a football team by like week three but the owner wanted to hold out hope and all that other good stuff and then mathematically they got eliminated by the excuse me in the playoffs by week 3. So yeah, that's fun. <clears throat> Anyways. I have a lot more respect for the Fords and the Lions because they, you know, they got it done and they got rid of him and then you know, we'll see about Dan Quinn more on him later. With I say that with a smirk on my face, um, you know, not Dan Quinn, Matt, uh, what's his name? Dan Campbell. There we go. I'm getting coaches' names confused. Like, speak more on Dan Campbell and the Lions here in a couple of minutes. But it's like, you know, just just get it. Just get, just get him out. Get out. Get this remove the tumor before the cancer spreads to the rest of your body. Remove. Matt Nagy. Get him out. Get him out of your football team. He sucks. He's terrible. He was not the architect of Patrick Mahomes. You never, ever, 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 ever fucking hire the positions coach over the coordinators. You never do that. That's a cardinal sin. If you are in an awesome offense, if you're looking at an awesome offense or whatever, or an awesome defense and you want you know, the head, the architect of that defense or that offense, then you don't go to the quarterback's coach or the defensive line's coach, ladies and gentlemen. You go to the coordinator who also could be the quarterback's coach and the the freaking defensive line's coach. I'm just saying. Like, there's a reason why... Every single person in their mother wants to claim, we're the Legion of Boom. This guy was the architect, Chris Richard, you know, uh, the secondary coach. This guy, this guy, this guy. There's a reason why Dan Quinn freaking revitalized the Dallas Cowboys defense, and now they're like one of the best teams when it comes to turnovers in the NFL. There's a the reason. Matt Nagy was the quarterback coach in Patrick Mahomes freaking MVP season, and everybody thinks that he was responsible. It was Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid. It was obviously those guys. Want more proof? Third and five. I paused the game, rewound it. Third and five, ladies and gentlemen. Bears own 40. Justin Fields, deep drop back. Shaq Barrett destroys his right tackle. Another sack fumble, ladies and gentlemen. This time, recovered by Tampa. Two minutes, seven seconds left in the first quarter. It's worse than the Titans versus the Chiefs, because at least in that football game, ladies and gentlemen, the Titans didn't score three scores, or excuse me, uh, three touchdowns in 15 minutes. They only scored two. At least in that game, for the most part, Patrick Mahomes, early on, did not turn over the football. Brady's going to get another shot at the end zone. I Like, I'm done. I'm done. My work's done today. Work's done. I'm getting like a half day, a true half day off. First and 10, 35-yard line. Brady in the gun. Brady deep drop back. Brady throws over the middle of the field. It's caught Mike Evans first down. Big first down by Mike Evans. Big first down. Probably, I don't know the Bucs franchise history. One of the greatest Tampa Bay Buccaneers to ever play in Tampa Bay. It's not even close. Here we go. One minute, 40 seconds left. Tom Brady may not even score three scores in this quarter because he's just taking his sweet time. He's just like, we're we're just chilling. We're just burning clock. First and 10, handoff to Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, full head of steam. Ronald Jones has a first down, ladies and gentlemen. This is the consequence of being an NFL quarterback, right? This is the problem, right? You think you say to yourself, I'm good. I'm great. I can win if I do X thing. I'm I'm a good quarterback or I was great in college. I'm going to go into the NFL. I'm going to have the same exact success in the NFL. Two turnovers. Maybe not even two turnovers, really. One turnover. Down by two scores deep inside your own territory. Tampa's operating regardless of whatever happens, ladies and gentlemen. They kick the field goal, they go up three scores. They kick, they score a touchdown, they go up twenty-one to zero, ladies and gentlemen. What does he learn from this exactly? What does he learn? Well, um, I shouldn't throw the football downfield as I'm rolling and uh, rolling to my right with a bootleg to my right. I uh, I shouldn't stand in the pocket because. Uh, my right tackle is going to get beaten. Like, what What exactly does he learn? Can you, because people are like, I would rather have him out there learning. Learning what exactly? What is it that he learns? What is it that he gains? He can learn literally everything that he is learning right now without putting him, not necessarily in harm's way, but with without putting him in a situation where he can develop bad habits, You can put him freaking, you know, on the bench. Put him on the sideline. And I get it. The Bears, their hands were tied. Matt Nagy didn't want to play him. But what I also don't understand is whenever fans are like, I want to see Justin Fields. Dude, he's on your team. He's not leaving. Why do you need to see him? I mean, you can see his ass on the freaking sideline every single day. You can see him on the sideline every single day when you go to the games. As Mike Evans catches the dagger in the game with 10 seconds left in the first quarter. It's a touchdown, or at least it looks like it, for the Bucs as he flexes on the freaking Bears. Flex on him, Mike Evans. I don't mind him flexing. I better not be taunting. Flex on him. I think Mike Evans is going to give the football to one of the fans. Oh yeah, that was cool. Tom Brady, oh, he gave away Tom Brady's 600th career passing touchdown. That's that ball. Uh oh. He just gave it up. <laughs> I was like, Mike, that that may not have been necessarily the the best idea. I was like, oh, he just gave up a a pretty significant football. Jesus Christ. All right, let me take this sword. Wow. Oh. Gosh, Tom Brady absolutely dominating. Anyways, I was going to do this at halftime, give you a nice little game break. Little glimpse into what's going on around the, the league right now. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there really isn't that much of a point here because Tampa is, uh, is kind of blowing out the Bears. Not kind of. I mean, they are blowing out the Bears. (laughs) Tom Brady wears a backwards hat. And again, um, Mike Evans gave up Tom Brady's 600th game-winning touchdown. Not game-winning, but touchdown. Pass. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. What? A, yeah, I was like, I was right. Mike Evans did give it to one of the fans. Oh, Jesus Christ. That football is, oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Hopefully, they got it back. Hopefully, they got it back for him. Mike Evans didn't know. Yeah, now, they're like, they're just freaking zoomed in to that freaking football because they're like, we cannot let that football go. Not go, but we can't freaking let that football out of our sights. Mm. Oh, yeah, hold on. Did freaking – did they lose? Oh, my God. I'm going to – I'm going to tear – before I go to Texas, I'm going to tear freaking the Panthers a new asshole if they – they lost 3-25. What the fuck? Way better roster. Way, way better fucking football team. Way too many people bought into freaking – Sam Darnold way too quickly. Oh my God. Oh my God. What an absolute joke. Jesus Christ. Cannot believe that just happened. Oh my God. And I just, I have the, I have the score by the way. Oh my God. I just got the score. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm reading the, the timeline now on Twitter, and it's like one of the Bears defenders punched Ryan Jensen in the face, and I'm like, okay. <clears throat> okay. Hold on. Hold on. ah, they're talking. Hold on. They're talking about fricking, they're talking about freaking the 600th ball, 600th touchdown. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're getting the ball back. They're getting it back. Okay. I thought they were going to let the fan have it, but it's just like, because I thought Mike Evans knew it. They're getting the ball back. Okay. god i just saw the tampa bay buccaneers cheerleaders yikes where do they find some of these girls dude i've never first and foremost i've never seen two red-headed cheerleaders before in my entire life i've only seen like one at a time second of all like honestly where do they find some of these girls because it's like can you believe that some of these girls are like school teachers they're like, they're like normal people. And they're just like, yeah, we like cheerleading. We like, we like freaking doing cheer or whatever. They're like school teachers. They're making $30,000 a year. They're just like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just freaking, you know, go out and be freaking cheerleaders. And then they go to auditions and then they're like, wait, like they're like super fucking hot. Like what? The Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh my god. By the way, for some weird reason Tom Brady Tom Brady should wear his hat backwards way more often. Way more often. Cause all he's doing right now is just wearing a backwards hat. He's put on both he's put on his hat and he doesn't look as nerdy when he wears the, the cap front side. Wear it backside. Wear the cap backwards. Looks cooler. Alright, I can't I'm done watching this game. Oh my gosh. I didn't expect it to end that quickly. Like, literally in 20 minutes the game was over with, pretty much. But, I mean, good God. One quarter, and it was already up by three scores. I think by halftime, they were up by, like, 35 points. It's ridiculous. I'm not having a great week when it comes to my predictions, because certain teams, like the Panthers, are a joke, and they let me down again. You know, it is what it is. Khalil Mack is getting manhandled by one of the best tackles in the NFL, Tristan Wirth. Pretty great job. I'll kind of see what happens later on in the game. But um, for the most part, I expect more or less uh, the exact same thing. So, you know, it is what it is. Anyways, we can kind of check in on some of the other games. Shout out to Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions for actually pushing... Given a little bit of a push towards the Rams. Um, Jared Goff probably has played one of his better games this year, but it's it's nowhere. It's nowhere near good enough. It's, it's just nowhere near good enough. He's just like, I'm gonna play against the Rams. I'm gonna come in extra motivated, I'm gonna beat the crap out of the Rams, all this other good stuff. He's like, I got it. I got the Rams! I got a Virgin! I'm gonna beat the Rams! The Rams, they suck, right? And he, he did a pretty great job overall. You know, but I mean, bro, it's the Rams. It's 25 to 19. But really, like, before the fourth quarter, the Rams were not the Rams, the bucks they're winning not the, Bucks, the um the Lions they were winning, I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe like how close the Lions were. And the Lions are winless, right? But it doesn't tell the entire story. It really doesn't. Because the reality is the Lions for a lot of that game, because I was kind of watching it As I was kind of getting ready for this podcast, I was like eating some canes. I was watching Notre Dame versus USC. I was kind of finishing up that game. I had the box scores on, as I always do. And I was like looking at the Lions versus the Rams. And I was like, this this game's kind of close. Mm. Mm." This game's kind of close, right? Lions versus Rams. And then, of course, the Rams, they became the Rams again and um it's 25-19 but this is the thing that i kind of like like i don't know how dan campbell does it his guys are always ready to play except la- that like uh except for last week excuse me beyond that game it's been pretty close like let me show you something let me show you the uh the schedule here for the for the lions I mean, you look at all these games, besides like the 49ers game and the Packers games, like 41-33 and then 35-17, it was 19-17 against the Rams. Not the Rams, excuse me, Ravens. So that's a close game. 24-14 to against the Bears. I mean, that's not close. 17-19 against the Vikings. Vikings are a good team. They're masquerading as like a terrible team, but they got, they got great players. <clears throat> And then 34-11 to 11 against the Bengals, which was an absolute catastrophic disaster. And then the Lions against the Rams, 19-25. You're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then next week they go up against the Eagles. And it's like, maybe they can win a game against the Eagles. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's not a bad showcase. Like, they, I always say this. I'm like, I, like I'm giving him like three years. This year, kind of included in, as Justin fumbles again, gets, like, strip-sacked again, by the way. I'm like, I'm giving Dan Campbell, like, three years. Maybe four. Because the roster that he freaking inherited is god-awful. It's very, very obvious that they are very terrible, right? The defense themselves. So, and the offense. So when I get this, I'm like, I don't expect anything from the Lions this year. And if people do that, like your expectations are flawed. They're terrible. But considering that they are so freaking terrible and they are so God awful and so bad. And it's like to look at them now and be like, oh, they're almost beating the the Rams in Los Angeles. I'm like, that's, I don't know what he does. I don't know how he does it. But again, his team is ready to play. The record does not reflect How good the Lions have played this year. That's all I'll say. On that, um, Texans at Cardinals. It was kind of chippy. It was kind of close for like the first couple of minutes. Um, And then for the first quarter, really. And then Arizona decided to score 17 points in the second quarter. And then that was all she wrote. 24 to 5. Oh, God. Justin Field just hit his hand. God, what a fucking disaster. Justin Fields just, by the way, I think I said it, had another strip sack, okay? As he is throwing, moving his hand forward and throwing the football, his hand collides with Khalil Herbert's helmet, which is like a big, big no-no if you're a quarterback. Because it's like you could potentially damage your hand. Obviously, he didn't do it on purpose, but it's like it's how Drew Brees... I think no, no, no. He he hurt his hand because of Aaron Donald because he hit Aaron Donald's hand and Aaron Donald is a freaking monster. But I mean, the freaking, the freaking like, not even the freaking. Sorry, but it's like you know, whenever you hit your hand on anything as a quarterback, it's like it's it's not a good thing. But when you hit your hand on a freaking helmet, that's not good at all. But it seems like he's okay. But, I mean, yeah, like. It's time to, it's time to just be realistic. I'm not saying that you bench Justin Fields, but it's just like, can we just not say that our rookies should start ever again? I'm just saying, maybe not ever again, but can we just not say that? Jesus Christ. Anyways, 24 to five, Houston versus Cardinals. Cardinals, obviously up top, not even close. And then it looks like at the end of the game, at the very least, oh my God. God. Oh God. Oh God. Why does Jalen What is going on? What? Why does Jalen Hurts have 13 carries? He's a quarterback. Miles Sanders has is Miles oh no, Miles Sanders is hurt. Okay, that explains it. Like Jalen Hurts has 13 carries, 61 yards. And then he has 14 attempts or 14 completions on 27 attempts, 205 hundred uh, and not touchdowns, 205 yards to two touchdowns. It's like 33 to 22. It's like, what? Good God, dude. And then it's like, I looked at their box score and I was like, wait, 15 of your 22 points were scored in the fourth quarter. And then the other seven points got scored in the first. What? I don't get it. I don't get why people expect the Eagles to be a good football team. They're two and four. Beat Atlanta. They beat the Panthers. Panthers are a disgrace. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But anyways, um, I'm kind of just fast forwarding through the rest of the game now. Because it's just like, I mean, it's just not even close. Justin Fields has a pretty it's like a pretty good series so far. It's like I mean finally he's inside Tampa Bay territory, so I mean hey, you know, that's pretty good. Is that like the nine yard line? Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Where do these where do they find these cheerleaders, dude? They look like supermodels, but they're like, no supermodel would take that job. (laughs) Because it doesn't pay anything. They get paid like, I think, $10 an hour or something ridiculous. They don't even have enough. They don't make 30 grand a year. It's like, there's no way any self-respecting supermodel would take that job. And it's just like, where do they find these girls? These are like normal ass girls and they look super hot. And it's not just in Tampa. It's also in like every single team in the NFL. It's just like I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. It is what it is though. Anyways. I'm just like fast forwarding through the rest of the game because there's really there's really like nothing else here to gain. They're showing the differences in quarterbacks like where Tom Brady was in his career versus when Justin uh, Fields was, oh my God, Tom Brady's final year of Michigan was when Justin Fields was born. Yikes! It's like his first Super Bowl, <laughs> his first Super Bowl was when he was three years old, and then it's like Brady won when Brady won his sixth in New uh, New England, his final Super Bowl in New England. That's when Justin Fields transferred to to um to Ohio State and yikes I'm looking at one of the reasons why I was not super high on Justin Fields his leg is detached from his body as well as his arm and then it's like Brady wins his seventh and then Justin Fields gets drafted and the exact same year of course yes we we get it Brady is old and Justin Fields is young like I don't know if that was what you were trying to imply but that was my conclusion Brady is old Justin Fields is young. it's <clears throat> gracious. I don't know what else, what other superlatives they can like say in this game. It's just an ass whooping. Now I'm just like, I have it on double speed, which is essentially I can't see what's going on in the game. Did he just, I'm like, did he just freaking hit another touchdown? It was like a 50 or a 60 yard gain by like Mike Evans and I was just like was that like a touchdown there and it was no no it was not it was just a really really awesome play hold on yeah it was like an over the shoulder Mike Evans has, has to pull up just a little bit but it's still green it's still good enough you're just like yeah I'm gonna pull up but I'm still going to freaking run by this guy yeah, now I'll fly is it Mike Evans who catches the touchdown as well? It was like a fifty yard gain that set them up inside the uh the two. Yeah, it's a quick little back shoulder to Mike Evans, and Mike Evans is Mike Evans, so you know, awesome wide up. I mean, they're just gonna give fans footballs now because they're just like, yeah, I mean, four touchdowns, three or four in a quarter. <clears throat> Hold on. I like seeing, you know, I like seeing players give footballs to fans. I like seeing it. Hold on. Hold on. Gave it to a girl wearing his jersey. I also like that as well. Gotta wear the player jerseys, man. Gotta wear the jerseys. If you show up to the game... You gotta wear. I, I'm not mad at Mike Evans for giving a jersey, for giving a football to one of the uh, the fans in the stands with a jersey. I'm not mad at all. So much fun. It's like I'm I'm not like mad at players for giving footballs to fans, but at the same exact token, right? I'm not sad when they don't give footballs to fans. I just want to see more footballs to fans. I wouldn't say that it's like a, you know. Like, it's a, uh, a, a necessity, excuse me. But I will say this. Like, maybe give some fans some footballs. However, there's certain stadiums like AT&T Stadium where you can't give footballs to fans because of how the stadium is built. So, I'm like, I'm not mad when that stuff happens. Hold on. Let me plug in my computer. It's almost out of battery. Hold on. Ugh. I'm not mad. Go ahead. I'm not mad. I ain't mad at ya. Excuse me. It's like it gives me some time to be able to read astrophysics for people in a hurry. How many pages are there? Please be like 150. It's like 200 pages. I have to read like 100 pages. 50 pages a day. Which it's like. If you've never read uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry, it is, it is like, I wouldn't say it's, I mean, it's, it's difficult. It's astrophysics. So, I mean, (laughs) like I I was about to say, I'm like, I wouldn't say it's difficult. And then I would be, and then I was like, wait, like it takes me forever to read this book. It's so freaking frustrating because it's like, I read hundreds of pages, pages, excuse me, of Bridgerton a night, a night. And it's like astrophysics for people in a hurry. I have to freaking, you know, I have to freaking read, read so slowly because I don't understand anything. Because again, I'm not an, not an astrophysicist. So it's like, it's ridiculously hard for me to understand this. Anyways, I'm watching Justin Fields play now. It's like third and two. How's it third? Not third and two. 3rd and 12. How's it 3rd and 12? Why is he always so backed up? Why? Why is that a thing? Oh, my gosh. Let me just fast forward. They're showing me Vita Vea in high school, and it's just like I don't need to see him in high school to know that he's an awesome football. Can we show his highlights this year? Jesus Christ, I get, like, he is one of the best footballers. I get it. He played multiple positions in high school, like every other NFL football player. I get it. I understand it. Anyways. Like, why is he always... Why is Justin Fields always backed up? God, it was third and 12. Oh, and he gets sacked. Yeah, he gets sacked on fourth and four. JPP was there, among others, and it's just like... I don't... Like, God, dude. I didn't expect his offensive line to be this bad I'll say that I'll say that When I watched this Not when I watched this video When I watched like Him play Or not him play but his team play I was like There's no way that his Offense Offensive line is going to be this bad Right? Right? And it's like Well no They are Very very bad they are incredibly bad. Swear so you're about to throw another Tutty. Oh God, he has Chris. Ah, Chris Godwin. Freaking stumbled like three times trying to like catch up to this pass. God, it, what like what an absolute disaster. It's like blowout after blowout here. Yeah, it is. Except for the Lions game yikes dude yikes anyways i'm just going to fast forward through the rest of the game now cuz it's like i got i got to stop like delaying it's like just get through the rest of the game i want to see the end pi there you go against whoever was guarding mike evans cuz yikes Bears don't have, they just don't have, oh no, Mike Evans is down, that's not good. The Bears just don't have the freaking personnel to do anything relevant at all whatsoever, ever. They just don't have the personnel. And when I watch them play, it's like, it is searingly and blatantly obvious that they just don't have the ability to do anything. They're missing so many players. I mean, technically speaking, like, a lot of players are on COVID. So it's like, you know, I mean, again, I said it at the beginning of the podcast. COVID ran rambunctiously through this organization, through the Bears. So it's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not too far off base here. It's like Matt Nagy is like, he's like staring for you know, in a, in a lot of ways, I feel bad for Matt and Nagy because there's no way he's not getting fired. But at the same token, for the team to get better, he needs to be fired. You know, you don't want to see a guy get fired. But when it's like one guy holding back the team and the organization and the fan bases, it's like, you got to kind of sometimes be that sacrificial lamb, you know? And he's about to be that. His blood will be spilled. Figuratively, not Literally he's not literally gonna die he's just figuratively going not figuratively he will literally lose his job that's (laughs) oh my gosh just the reality of the situation he will literally lose his job after this season but i mean yikes dude yikes they're just not playing oh my god mike evan just caught another touchdown pass Yikes. It's 34-3. Halftime, by the way. I Evan just is working. Even gets like a little bit of illegal use of, of hands. Hands to the face on the DB. Yikes, dude. Tom's freaking all over this game an absolute just shellacking by the by the fucking bucks oh my god dude what and then Mike Mike Evans just gave away Mike Evans just gave away his freaking record-breaking touchdown just gave it away just gave away freaking most touchdowns most reception touchdowns in Tampa Bay history I mean he's leading the pack and it's not even close Well, like 68 But I mean, he just gave away like one of his touchdowns. Jesus Christ. I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah, Mike Evans is done as well. He's, like, taking off his... He's taking off everything besides his jersey and his cleats. He's going back in the locker room. He's limping off the field. Removing his freaking gloves and his towel, and he's, like, throwing it up in the fans. Okay. Throwing it up to the fans, okay? Jesus Christ. What a... What a just a pathetic first half by the Bears. Do they get fired is everybody fired after this is it just a white hot scorching of the earth as well as the owner I would fire the owner oh my god if you gave me the option you would have to keep Matt Nagy for the next two to three years or you would have to keep the owner for the next two to three I would fire I'd fire the freaking owner I'd get rid of the owner oh my god I would get rid of the owner so fast it's terrible they're all terrible It's like two of the oldest owners are in the exact same division in the NFC North. And they're like two of the only owners that's like barely done anything in the entirety of the history of the sport. They're like both. The Bears are like a 100-year-old franchise. The Lions almost are as well. And it's like they've never won a Super Bowl. The Lions have never won a Super Bowl. The Bears have only won one. And they've like they've never really done anything of, you know, of relative you know, of relative, like, significance, right? The 85 Bears is it, but then it's just, like, beyond the 85 Bears, it's, like, beyond that, That's it's, like, there's really nothing that they did overall. Like, you could almost not have the Chicago Bears as, like, a football team. Like, if you just wipe them away... I mean, obviously, you would, you would be wiping away, like, one of the greatest football players of all time in Walter Payton. But, I mean... The Bears, they ruled the NFL and the NFC for like one year. And then really it was the Giants for that decade with the Niners. It's like, God, I don't know. I like roll my eyes every single time we talk about the Bears. 85 defense. It's like, well, they were only good for one year. And then they went back to sucking. I should know I'm a Bears fan. It's like, I used to, maybe not I am a Bears fan. I used to be a Bears fan. That's why I'm so irked with how they're playing tonight. Used to love the Bears. I was a huge Walter Payton fan. I still am, but I'm like, when I realized that I could still love Walter Payton and hate the Bears, I'm like, eh, that makes sense. Bears suck. Oh my god, are they terrible. Somebody's got to explain this one to me. It's like how somebody could freaking be a bajillionaire and waste all this time and money. <laughs> waste all this time and money <clears throat> freaking on this football team and still just not do anything at all whatsoever. It's just like, oh my God, this is so dysfunctional. One guy. Just one guy that knows what they're doing in Chicago, please. As I like fast forward through the rest of this disaster of a football game. I remember like one owner was like freaking didn't watch the rest of the football game. Like they got up and they left, like before the game was over with. And I'm like, no, you you should stay. Out of everyone in the stands, as an owner, you should be you should be locked in that damn room. For the entirety of the football game. That is your fault. That is your football team that you put out there. Like, you should have... I mean, if the players can't leave, then the fans leave. What kind of fucking owner does that? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to leave. It's like, really? Then you should fucking leave the team permanently. Sell it. Joke. Jesus Christ. I am watching Tampa Bay just Continuously just go It's like It's like this The first half is like Just a continuation Of the second half They're just Going up the field Against the freaking Bears It's like Put up a damn fight It's like fighting somebody Who won't fight back It's like God Bears Just Anything Something that you know, I can just stick my hat on and just be like, yes, they played hard. They did this. I mean, it's it's been the defense for, like, the entirety of the game. They've been appallingly bad. Appallingly bad. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I just don't understand it. This was without Antonio Brown, too. I expected this game to be, like a little bit like, I don't want to say closer, but just like, you know, I I don't know, like not, not as shitty. I just don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so Deshaun Watson is trending on Twitter. And apparently Deshaun Watson either wants to go to He he rejected the Eagles because the Eagles Howie <laughs> Roseman put their name in the hat as well in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. In freaking I mean, I'm not even casting the game. The game is like on in the background right now. He rejected the Eagles and apparently The two teams in the running are the Dolphins and the Panthers. I think the Panthers are a better football team, but I think he'll just go to the Dolphins. But, I mean, Panthers are significantly better. I mean, you could even say maybe the Broncos as well, but the Broncos, they don't have, like, a great football team either. Yikes. There's this Photoshop of, like, all of the teams that Deshaun Watson could go to. God man, what a fucking what a fucking disaster. Jesus Christ. Ah god. Anyways, think I'm done with this podcast. I'm just kind of like, I'm like, I'm just scrolling on Twitter right now. Anyways, I'm just going to fast forward because now it's just like, I mean, I said I was going to fast forward already, but it's just like, I don't know. I like stopped it to like look in and then it's just like, I freaking, <laughs> I freaking started to scroll on Twitter and I was like, okay, here we go. I'm just gonna fast forward through. They're, they're showing the memed Justin pick Justin um Fields picture of him just like being like, "God, why am I here just to suffer?" Jesus Christ. Anyways, I'm just like fast forwarding, and I'm just like waiting for the final. I mean, I why am I waiting for the final score? It's like seven o'clock. The final score is already out. What is it? Final score. What? Is, wait, hold on. Like I had to remember what teams were playing. Oh, it's still going on. It's thirty-eight to three. It doesn't matter. Wow, there's the parrots. are so, so unbelievably terrible. Oh my gosh. Anyways, uh, I'm piecing out. I'll see you for Sunday night football. It's actually maybe going to be interesting. 49ers versus um versus uh Colts so we'll kind of see what happens there I don't know I'm kind of excited for it anyways we'll see what's going to happen we'll see what's going on in a little bit ladies and gentlemen see you for I will see you for Colts versus Niners ladies and gentlemen see you in like I don't know, a couple of hours. 24th Spotcast.